0: All truth. This guy makes just a comedy of errors on a daily basis.
1: No BS.
0: You have all these people that are whining, and 50 to 90 days ago, most of these people wanted to put you in a fucking cage.
1: Uncensored.
0: You know, the thing. You know. Oh, come on, man. Come on, Cocoa Buff. Rub these hairy
2: legs. Corn pop. How many times I got to tell you it's corn pop? The Uncommon
1: Podcast with be pop and Duff.
0: You can't take away 100,000 jobs
2: and then bring back 90,000 jobs and go, look at me, become a 90,000
3: jobs.
2: Because if you set extremely high goals, it's going to propel you a lot further than if you would have set a more of a soft ass goal.
1: Every episode of the Uncommon Podcast is dedicated to the first responders, police, firefighters, EMTs, frontline workers, and a special thank you to active duty military and veterans for all that you do so that we can do what we do.
0: We have the illusion of freedom here.
4: significant
1: there's breaking news out of palm beach florida the fbi executed a search warrant at former president trump's mar-a-lago estate a
5: beautiful home is currently under siege raided and occupied by a large group of fbi agents no advance notice is an unprecedented move in american history this is meant to prevent Donald Trump from being able to run again. You can't imagine this would have ever happened to a Democrat. Remember Hillary Clinton's house? She stored troves of classified material. It was never raided. There is no classified material.
4: Clinton's statements were wrong. He
5: deleted 33,000 emails.
6: What difference does it make?
5: And then there's Joe Biden on tape.
1: The real quid pro quo. If the prosecutor's not fired, you're not getting the money.
6: Hunter
7: Biden, he's being
5: investigated by the U.S. Attorney's Office in Delaware. No search warrant there. There's no family in American history that has taken more arrows in the back than the Trump family. This is something we've never seen before. This should shake you to your core. It's very disturbing. They're on a witch hunt again. DOJ is now being used as a weapon against Biden's top political rival. And if they can do this to President Trump, what do you think they can do to the rest of us?
3: And when I see somebody that's not competent and he's running something, and something that I have a big, really a big stake in, it bothers me and I do something about it. We may have to do it
2: again. Going everybody, welcome to the Oncoming podcast of Beepop and Duff. Duff, you seem a little salty today.
0: Yeah, get ready for it.
2: <laughs> well, we're recording this on uh, August 11th, so for unless you've been living in a cave the last week, you kind of know what uh, this topic's going to be about. We're going to be talking about the raid down at uh, Mar-a-Lago with Trump, and we really want to break that down. And honestly, I'm glad we took a couple days to record this because there has been a lot of shit to come out about this raid. Right. So to kick this off, for those of you that might not know, Trump's personal residence down in Florida at uh, Mar-a-Lago was raided Monday late, late afternoon, early evening by the FBI. And so a couple things that I want to kind of clear up before we get into a lot of these clips and different things. They said that the raid had to do with documents he took from the White House when he left office that were classified in nature. Now, a couple different things on this. The president of the United States at that time has the ability to declassify anything he wants to declassify, okay? Barack Obama, when he left office, literally put 30 million pages of documents in a tractor trailer and drove that tractor, had somebody drive that tractor trailer all the way from Washington, T- D.C., to Chicago, and put it in a storage facility in Chicago. And as of today's date, not one document has been digitized or imaged by the National Archives. So, supposedly, supposedly, this raid was because the National Archives wanted these documents 15 boxes of documents. Now, the National Archives effectively is a glorified public library, right? That's really what it is. So, The last statement that I made about not one document has been digitized or disclosed that Obama took, that was reported two days ago by the New York Post, okay? That's just not some fucking hyperbole that has come up. That was reported two days ago by the New York Post. But in an effort to
0: be accurate, because I want to be accurate, and I don't want to be one-sided because I think they all—it's just one giant shit sandwich at this point. Biden could go back in, and some of those documents that were under Trump, he could He could reclassify them. Wouldn't surprise me if he did. So understand that he can do that. Yep. He has the power to do that. And then in turn, he would have a right to go get those. Now, with that being said, and knowing what I know about warrants and what it takes to get a warrant and all of the parameters and all little innuendos of getting any kind of warrant. I mean, I've never written anything close to the 45th president of the United States, but Nonetheless, I know what goes into those warrants. And I'm going to say my biggest issue, and then I'm just going to let you get going on this. We'll get going on clips. But if he did reclassify some of these documents, not giving him the opportunity to bring those in voluntarily, that's what's wrong.
2: Or I was listening to a podcast yesterday with Alan Dershowitz. So do you know who Alan Dershowitz is? He's one of the most foremost experts in law. From a scholar standpoint, he was one of the uh, defense attorneys for the O.J. Simpson trial. Like Alan Dershowitz is the guy when it comes to constitutional law and defense, right? He, on this podcast, admittedly voted for Biden, does not like Trump. He is a Democrat. By nature, totally fine. In his words, he said this was flat ridiculous that they didn't at least issue a subpoena first to say you, you have to bring these documents to us by X time frame. number one. Number two, it has been widely reported, and this is accurate, that the Trump team has been working with the National Archives and the FBI since March of 2022 regarding these documents. So much so, the FBI walked through mar-a-lago with trump and his team a month ago and said hey the room that you have these documents in isn't secure enough so we want to put our own padlock on the door fine do what you got to do the fbi put their own padlock on the door where the documents were being held and when they raided it they didn't bring the fucking key so they used bolt cutters to cut off their own lock now, if he had been cooperating with with the National Archives and the FBI surrounding these documents that they knew he had, and they told him how to properly secure them, what was the purpose for the raid? In all honesty. Well, I told you
0: on the phone, it was it's like this is all a distraction. And and I'm sure you and I are not gonna agree on everything today, but you know, this is just all this just goes hand in hand with the other distractions that we've been dealing with over the last two and a half years, dude. And five years, if you really want to look at it, because it is a whole Presidency of President Trump of the steel dossier and Russiagate and impeach this and do that. And, you know, oh, oh and you got people that are butthurt like Merrick Garland, that's the very person that's doing this, you know, investigation that, you know, wanted to be on the Supreme Court and didn't end up getting there, right? Like mm-hmm. these are all distractions, dude. And if anybody doesn't think this isn't distracting from the, the, whatever you want to call it, inflation reduction. I called it the tax-me-harder bill. But <laughs> Tax-me-harder, daddy. Yeah, the tax-me-harder bill. If you don't think that this is in some way doesn't try to pull attention away from that, do you realize how much backlash they got from that? Do you oh. have any clue? Oh, Did good. you look at any news source? Even liberal um, news sources were going crazy about 87,000 IRS agents being added into the budget. And I know we're going to go into right. all these points. Yep. But— If you don't think that the uproar that they got from that both on both sides of the aisle, because let there be no mistake, just because you're Democrat or Republican or anything in front of your name, the same shit's happened on both sides, you know, in turn. Right. Okay. And my last point about this, you know that I'm reading that book, Chaos, right now. Yeah. Okay. And that's all about the Charles Manson and, you know, the CIA's grip that he had into it. It's it's sickening some of the stuff that I've read in there, dude, that he uncovered. But if you don't think... That our law enforcement institutions in this country aren't e- extremely corrupt. Extremely. You are an ostrich. You have your head in the sand. You are a dumb person. That's right. You're a dumb person. It, and it, you know what? That statement is not a political fucking statement. But I'm going to tell you guys this right now. As a cop, okay, I had a college degree. I was a cop with a college degree. And now in Denver, you don't have to have one. But I had one. Okay? So I did the whole thing. Did Got my whole bachelor's in criminal justice, criminology. No different than, guess what? An FBI agent. Right. No different. And guess what? With my GPA that I graduated with, I could have actually been an FBI agent, but we would go on warrants with these people, okay? They would show up, like, out of the blue sometimes on some of these warrants when we get some of these high-profile, like, drug traffickers and stuff. You'd get them to show up, or, you know, we'd have ICE agents that show up. Most of the ICE agents, just as a side note, were cool as fuck. But the FBI guys, dude, they would show up, and they were so pompous. They were so fucking pompous. Well, it's
2: because they're the FBI. Well, man.
0: and it's just, and I used to get into it with them all the time. I'm just like, I'm out here bleeding on the street, dude. Like, I'm out here bleeding on the street, and
2: you're, you're in an air conditioned office, you puss. Yeah, most FBI agents, and I'll be honest with you, I'm sure there's going to be a couple listening to this one, maybe, but it's just they're pencil pushers, man. Well, you know
0: what? And, then, and, and honestly, but you're the problem there.
2: They're federal police, is all they no, are. No, but
0: here's the thing if, if the people that are listening to this and you get offended, then why aren't you fucking saying anything? I agree. Why aren't you standing up and saying something? Because I'm going to tell you, if I was on the police department still, I'd probably be fired by now because I wouldn't be able to keep my fucking mouth shut. Right. But if you're not saying not one thing like this is wrong or this is against the constitution that you held your hand up and gave an
2: oath to uphold.
0: If you can't just stand on principle at this point, I have no time for you. And I don't care if I hurt your feelings. You can go fuck yourself, you pompous asshole, because I just don't care at this point. Yep. Because if you're not a, a red blooded, freedom loving American at this point, I have no time for you.
2: That's it. That's it. Well, it's funny because you have the, uh, the defund the police crowd now championing and cheering for what happened to Trump, right? Two years ago, they were talking about all these illegal raids and no-knock warrants, and you know how the law enforcement community is overreaching and all this other shit. But now, because it happens to occur to, uh, against somebody that they don't like, now they're all for it. They think it's great. If you know, if he was raided, there had to be a fucking reason. Well, let me break down some to you. So, a, a warrant has to be signed by a judge, right? Okay. So the judge that signed off on the warrant. Was all his name is uh, Reinhardt, Reinholdt, something like that. I should uh, verify that before we go too terribly far into this. But this particular judge is, and I'm looking up, let me see here. I think it's just Reiner. It's Reinhardt. So this particular judge used to be a defense attorney. He was actually the, def- the defense attorney for Epstein's first child sex trafficking case 12 years ago. That he walked on. That Epstein walked on. Surprise, surprise. This particular attorney at, the, at back then, then gets appointed as a federal judge. So as a federal judge, just five days prior to the raid, he was the judge overseeing a lawsuit that Trump had filed, a civil lawsuit that Trump had filed against a whole slew of individuals. The Clintons, Podesta, Obama, the Democratic National Committee, all on the, the whole Russiagate collusion and all of that. It, it's a massive civil lawsuit. Okay, three judges recused themselves over bias prior to this Reinhardt judge. I want to I want to say that's his name, this Reinhardt judge being assigned to the case five days before five days before he signs off on the warrant. He recuses himself from being the judge in this civil lawsuit fact. So you have a guy, a judge that is overseeing a civil case. Against a guy that he then five days later signs off on an FBI warrant for? Here's new information that's come out. In the warrant, supposedly, it's being reported today that part of that warrant was for the FBI to place a pen register and a trap and trace device on all of his electronics within Mar a Lago. Now, I. Are Are you surprised? No, I have a couple speculations here, real quick. OK, the, the speculation, there's a lot of speculations going around. So one speculation is Did Trump have evidence on the FBI personnel regarding the fake Russia collusion and the, the, the fake uh, FISA court statements that they generated, if you will, to get the warrants back then on the Russia collusion. Did he have evidence and they were trying to get it before he went public with it? And I said jokingly to somebody, I said, we should worry more about what was put into Mar-a-Lago versus what was taken out of Mar-a-Lago. This National Archives thing. About we need 15 pa- we, we need fifteen boxes of documents, I think is total bullshit. I think it was simply a reason to get into the facility to do whatever they want to do. Because the sole purpose of this is to prevent him from r- for running for president in 2024. That's all they are trying to do. And the funny thing see, is... And
0: that, see, and that's where we're not going to agree, but finish your point.
2: The funny thing is, the day that they raided mar he was in New York. Because he had to give a deposition in another case the following Tuesday.
0: Well, I heard this on another podcast. On that point, there's a reason why they did it. It's chicken shit. I'm not saying that it's right, but the reason why they did it is because if he's there, they have to notify the Secret Service, and then Secret Service would probably in turn notify him that they're coming down to do whatever. Right? right. So I understand why they did that. We would do that as most of the time we want the guy there, you know, for like dope or something. But let's say it's like an identity theft case for us, like at the local, like local level. It's easier for us. to for us to know that they're not going to terminate any kind of evidence, right? If we know that they're away from the house and then we can serve the warrant. So sometimes we would intentionally wait for the major suspect to leave. We knew the wife was still home and we could get access because we had a signed warrant from a judge and we would go get what we needed. Mm -hmm. So I understand that. I'm not saying that I agree with it, right? I agree with you to a degree that this is about him running. But I think there's one thing that we got to get away from overall is just like American patriots in this country. We have to stop giving these people this credit. All they're, all they're focused on is in November. Like I, I understand that November is going to be a very pivotal moment for us coming up very soon. We've been on this podcast for almost two years talking about all this stuff. This is much, much, much bigger than November. And it's not, much I, bigger. I'm than not talking Trump, this November. But I'm just—did you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Because every podcast or every newscast I watch, everybody's like, "Oh, they're only doing this because they know they're going to get shellacked in November." No. What, so you're telling me when you make a statement like that, what you're telling me is they're going to take an entire detour from whatever agenda they're trying to put in place. They're just gonna take a detour because they don't wanna lose in November. They already know that they're gonna lose in November. Now here's the thing. They're shoving this shit through and what the and to me, this is just my opinion. They're shoving the shit through and stuff like this is just a shield or smoke screen for all of the other shit that's actually getting put in place right now.
2: I agree with that sentiment, but I also think this is a multifaceted, faceted issue. I agree that it was a smokescreen to try to get the attention off the whole uh, inflation reduction act that we're going to get into here in a moment. I totally agree with that. But I also think they are. Fucking deathly afraid of Trump running in 2024, and they know th- it, they they know flat out that in order to beat him again, they're going to have to pull out all the stops for the the election fraud or changing changing uh, the vote counts or changing voting laws. And all. I mean, it, they're going to have to pull out all the stops this next time because lightning cannot strike fucking twice. Okay, their path is if we can get up to where he's ineligible to run, we don't have to fucking worry about him. Because he's dangerous in their eyes. He's dangerous to the globalists, the the climate agenda. He's just dangerous from all that perspective, okay? That's why I say that. In my mind, there are three goals for what happened on Monday. Number one, what you said, distract, smoke screen. Look here while we do whatever we're doing over here, right?
0: Real quick, and I just want to clarify that to you, okay? Even though you have a warrant, you never know what the fuck you're going to get, Right? okay? So you can write whatever you want. You can write whatever you want in those warrants. Sometimes it's like boilerplate bullshit that you can just put in there. Okay, so I'm not. All I'm saying is, depending on what ends up coming out of what they took out of there, who's to say they took anything out of there?
2: Who's to say they didn't put something in there?
0: Either or. I'm just saying. I'll, that's that's why I call it a smokescreen because there's right. no way to prove it, and they're never going to fucking tell you.
2: Right. So three goals of this of what happened Monday: one, the smokescreen; two demoralization of the free society idea. And I'll get back to that in a moment. The third, violence. I personally think they want to stoke as much violence as possible so that the FBI can come out and say, see, all these Trump supporters are domestic terrorists. All these Trump supporters are dangerous. Trump is extremely dangerous because they're trying to pick the fight to generate the violence. That's what they want to do. And by doing that, if they're able to do that, it's a demoralization of a free society. The United States of America is the last free, truly free society out there. And You question, okay, how true are we really, right? But if you can get people to just relinquish the fact that there is even a resemblance of, of a free society, you can get them to do whatever the fuck you want. And that goes down to the globalization bullshit, the Great Reset, okay? Now... On this, you got all these people out there going, yeah, it's good, you know. this. this in all honesty, you could look at this also as just a, uh, a, a PR stunt, right? Let's get him rated to, to get him guilty in the, in the uh, public opinion or the public forum. So with that, go ahead and play that quick clip.
5: Is this unprecedented to arrest a former president for not well, turning into a former president that had committed this many provable criminal acts? But what are the
2: provable criminal acts, I guess?
1: provable criminal acts. Well, I'm
2: just, I, I'm done talking. Is this un- Don't you love when you call when you, when, when you ask specifically of somebody that doesn't like Trump, for example, provable criminal acts, I've had somebody tell me, well, I don't like him because he lies about everything or he's a racist. Well, I'll get to that one in a moment. So I was talking to a guy one night and he's like, oh, he lies about everything. I'm like, great. Tell me one specific thing he's lied about. And he starts bumbling, stuttering around. I'm like, no, you're not. I I need specifics. You're giving me generalities. Give me specifics. Same thing. Well, I can't think of any right now. I was talking to another guy last week, and he's like, oh, he's racist. You know, the good fine people on both sides thing. And I'm like, dude, you've been played. Have you seen the entire clip of that, the entire interview of when he said that? And he's like, well, I saw the, the, the one-minute thing. I'm like, yeah, you saw the edited version. I'll send you the real version. So I sent it to him the other day, and I'm like, here, this kind of blows up your real fine people narrative, right? These people just, they, they hear these sound bites on MSNBC, CNN, and they're like, oh, well, it's, it's got to be true. But yet they, there's no forethought to the fact that, hey, maybe we're being lied to by the media. Let
0: me ask you a question.
2: Are there any raids on Watergate? No. I wasn't alive during then, but I don't believe so.
0: Were there any raids on Clinton's server?
2: <laughs> no. Matter of fact, matter of fact, James Comey went in front of the Senate and defended her and said, well, she didn't have, there was no motive or she didn't have uh, motive or reason to do what she did. She didn't think what she was doing was wrong. Even though he admitted what she did was wrong because she didn't think what she was doing was wrong. He glossed over it. And not one fucking thing occurred with that. I'm going I'm to keep, I'm,
0: going down a list i have here were there any raids after
2: the government had their hands on maxwell's black book no and on that note how do you have somebody convicted of child sex trafficking but not one person's been convicted as to who she who she trafficked those minors to have there been any raids in reference to the hunter biden laptop No matter of fact so on that no there has not and the media along with 50 quote-unquote intelligence experts dismissed the Hunter Biden thing before the election as Russian disinformation and it's come out to be extremely accurate and true and if you paid attention to any of the information coming off that laptop it's fucking disgusting. The reason why I brought
0: those are just a handful that I had I can keep going.
2: Oh, I, I, I've got a whole list. I could
0: legitimately keep going, but I want to stay on the Epstein thing because that's going to be our next clip. That probably makes me the sickest out of all of these things we're going to talk about today. And you know why? Because I'm a I'm a huge I'm, I'm a kid. I want kids to thrive. I want kids to to do well. And I've worked in human trafficking and in, in certain regards with the police department. So it strikes a chord with me. And, but this just re-brought it up. All of this stuff because the hypocrisy, and I don't want to focus on the hypocrisy today because I think that we're just turning into a, a broken fucking record. About we know that they're hypocrites. We know that we know that they are right. But they're evil. Yeah, like they're evil. And, and the one point people have to understand is that they legitimately don't care about your life. They no. just don't.
2: No, they only care that, about retaining power.
0: That we're gonna get into the, the inflation act or the tax me harder bill, but if you don't see that they are trying to squeeze out the middle class, meaning you and me, That's right. meaning the most 90% of the people you and I come into contact with on a daily basis, all of them, they are trying to wipe us out. They're trying to either put you in poverty or they are going to, you're going to pay out your ass in taxes where it's not even beneficial for you to thrive or strive to be a high achiever anymore. That's yep. really what it is. So your demoralization comment, that's absolutely right. Mm-hmm. But real quick on this Epstein thing, because this, uh, this video we're going to place, this video of Jeffrey Epstein jail cell missing, I just want to touch on this, and I know we're, I know you have something you want to say, but as a police officer, do you realize what would have happened to me had like a video like that when somebody died just gone missing? Oh, yeah.
2: Take, I, take a wild stab. I, well, number one, I feel like you would have been fired immediately. If you're not,
0: well, I mean, so in the climate where I was at, so that's the only thing I can talk from, right, is from when I was actually on there, which was, in, I retired back in 2006 or no, 16, sorry. I was on in 2006, retired in 16. I would have still got at least a month off mm-hmm. unpaid. Yeah. I have not heard anything about anybody being disciplined on this, but go ahead and go with your point.
2: Well, no. So before we get into the Epstein thing, I just want to bring up a couple things because we're going to get into Epstein and Hillary in a moment. James O'Keefe was raided. The owner of Project Veritas was raided because somebody gave him, somebody voluntarily gave him a diary that belonged to Ashley Biden. And the contents of that diary alluded to the fact that when she was a little girl, her and her dad, pedo Peter, Joe Biden, this is all alleged, mind you. Oh, no, that's how he was in in Hunter's phone. Took inappropriate showers with her. Now, she's old enough to write this shit down in a diary. So- The FBI goes into James O'Keefe's personal residence to obtain the diary back? Is the FBI now just some personal police force for the Biden family? Is that what's going on? How about Eric Swalwell, representative out of California? He gets caught banging a Chinese spy for however many years. Now, if the Chinese spy was any good, you remember uh, the TV show The Americans where they follow two Russian spies back in the 80s during the Cold War, and they would infiltrate, you know, politicians and different things and have sex with them and take inappropriate photos of them, basically blackmail them. This fucking guy is on a foreign intelligence committee in the House of Representatives, or was. FBI didn't do shit to him, even though he's got caught banging fong-fong, right? Here's another one for you. Who's the, uh, the top Republican heading up to January 6th committee, that fucking kangaroo court? That one's McCain, right? Liz Cheney just, or Cheney, Cheney. Sorry. Yeah, no, you had her. You you're close enough. One and the same. Well, I was just like, yeah. Did you know Pace, the her- pasty old white guys? Okay. CNN reports. CNN is reporting as of yesterday, excuse me, August eighth. <laughs> Liz Cheney's husband, partner at law firm representing Hunter Biden. Huh. It's almost like we have a uniparty, not Democrat and Republican. You have the uniparty against the American people at this point. To include the likes of people like Dan Crenshaw.
0: Yes. To include the likes of n- any other rhinos that we can sit here and name. Yeah. Like, let's be
2: fair. I well, just want to make sure that we're well, fair about this. Well, let's name him. Na- name him. You got Dan Crenshaw. You got Kevin McCarthy. You got Mitch McConnell. You got uh, that, that rhino that's running up in Pennsylvania now, Dr. Oz, that took Trump's endorsement. And then after he got the endorsement and won the nominee, what did he do? He distanced himself from Trump, right? That, that rhino. Here's another question for you. The FBI's got so much time and they're so on it. Why have they not figured out who leaked the SCOTUS opinion on Roe v. Wade? I mean, seriously, we can keep going down this road. But to get back to the Jeffrey Epstein thing, go ahead and play that clip real quick.
8: Welcome back. New details today on the investigation into the jail cell death of Jeffrey Epstein. Questions surrounding his death are intensifying after important surveillance video was apparently lost. CBS News correspondent Mola Lange reports on the growing criticism of the jail where Epstein was held.
1: A recent 60 Minutes broadcast shows the New York jail cell where Jeffrey Epstein hanged himself last August. But now, there's new focus on the suicide attempt Epstein made weeks before he died. Video of the cell exterior where Epstein first tried to end his life was sent to federal investigators and restored last week. But on Thursday, prosecutors said it's the wrong video. In a letter, federal prosecutors said the jail inadvertently preserved video from the wrong tier at the jail. And as a result, video from outside the defendant's cell no longer exists. CBS News legal analyst Ricky Kleeman.
4: When I read this letter, I had to reread it because I said this just can't be happening. This is madness.
1: Nicholas Tartaglione was Epstein's cellmate at the Metropolitan Correctional Center for the weeks between Epstein's July arrest and his first suicide attempt. Bruce Barquette is Tartaglione's attorney.
9: It is the worst facility, jail or prison, that I've been to in 35 years of practicing law.
1: The missing jail cell video could reignite speculation of a cover-up as the detention facility continues to be under fire for multiple failures before Epstein died in custody.
4: When you've got videotape disappearing, cameras not working, guards allegedly not being uh, where they're supposed to be, it's no wonder that Jeffrey Epstein is dead.
1: These things can happen, right?
4: These things can happen, but they all shouldn't happen in one place.
1: The Federal Bureau of Prisons, which oversees the Metropolitan Correctional Center here where Jeffrey Epstein died, declined comment yesterday citing the ongoing federal investigation into Epstein's death here at the MCC, which, by the way, was five months ago today. Mola Lenghi, CBS News, New York.
2: I don't see the FBI raiding the prisons or doing any kind of follow-up on that to figure out who in the hell killed Epstein. Do you? I, did, I, don't, I didn't hear a fucking peep out of the FBI he, when it comes to that. Here's, what I wanna, here's a point I want
0: to bring up, and I guarantee you haven't thought about this. Every single cause and issue and thing that happens in this country, how many high profile people come out on social media and say something? Just a guess. He's uh, 20 30 about every cause, you figure? Well, it right, dep- uh, depends on the cause, but, but yeah. you get a tweet, you get a this, you get a that, right? There was not one peep, not one peep, either about him when he first got arrested and taken into custody or after he died. No, they wanted to sweep that under the not rug as quickly peep. as possible. And, and my note to myself was that he, how the circles that he walked in with the people that he walked in, not one person, not one, said anything.
3: Mm-hmm. Not one.
0: Think about that. Yep. Really think about that because if this wasn't a big deal, you know for a fact They'd be, oh, he's innocent, free Epstein. Oh, he was, he was killed by the cops. Isn't this the same detention facility that they were shoving plungers up assholes? Yeah. Yeah. So you're going to tell me... This uh, was
2: in New York, I want to say. I don't want... It?
0: Yeah, it was in New York, but I don't remember what year it was, but it was when I was on the police department, because I remember reading the article going, are you fucking kidding me? hmm But they... You're going to tell me that facility... I, I want to say they lost millions upon millions in those lawsuits. There was uh, several lawsuits that happened. They lost those lawsuits. You go back and look them up. You're going to tell me that they didn't ensure that they had working camera systems in that facility after that happened.
2: Right. I agree. It's, but, a, it's a blatant lie. Well, they said that the, those cameras happened to just for some reason happened to not be working, even though, even though he was on suicide watch in a, in a, particular spot in that jail cell to where the cameras were working before and after the event took place before and after just magically were turned off during the time that he supposedly hung himself. By the way, his neck was broken in a spot that it's impossible. According to a corner, it's impossible for you to break your neck in that particular spot. You can only break your neck by that, like that if somebody actually strangled you uh, with their hands or like with a choke.
0: Yeah. You had to, there was a weight bearing, there's a weight bearing it's a little tiny bone that equation, was cracked. Equation that, mm-hmm. yeah, they brought up when uh, the yeah. autopsy came out.
2: Yeah, but on that same note, and I mentioned it a minute ago, so Ghislaine Maxwell basically takes the sentence for Jeffrey Epstein as being an, an accomplice in, in all this child sex trafficking, but yet, so she's in jail. She's in some, some luxury, low-security prison or something in Florida. Where are the people that she trafficked the children to? Who are these people that were trafficked, that, that they trafficked these children to? How come they haven't been publicized? How come they aren't in court? Well, I told
0: you, dude. Biden's on the list. I will, I would put every dollar I had in my bank account down in Vegas that he's on that list. Well, we know Clinton's on the list. That is how confident. we know Bill I Gates am. is on the list. I just I just I just know human behavior, dude. Yeah. Oh, that's all I know. And I've watched humans operate, good and bad for a long period of time and I had to learn really quick how to pick up on little cues and everything and little things that he does like smelling kids we all we get a laugh out of it I don't laugh about it but you know people joke about it and that kind of shit guys that's real yeah that's fucking real well, it's more it's no it's it's just as real as these transgender wannabe fucking teachers going into your school and trying to convince your kids that that's the way of life it's real to them.
2: Yep. Well, on that same note, there's a video floating today that Biden is sitting down at this table signing some bill in the law, and he's surrounded by a bunch of people. And there's a little girl standing right next to him, and he's staring at her like she's just a a piece of meat that he wants to eat. It is the creepiest thing you would ever see. And you sit there, and you look, and you're like, this guy, is he's a pedophile. And you know what? That's not me. Making it up, his own son calls him pedo Peter in his phone, according to his iCloud account, which the FBI just wants to pull a fucking Stevie Wonder and act like it doesn't exist. None of these people should be alive. No. I I have no remorse. They're evil. I have no remorse for anybody that can hurt a kid. They are evil people they are evil people and the fact of the matter is they're trying to make it normal of pedophilia calling them maps now and they're they're trying to like make all this shit normal you know we're kind of getting a little off topic but this goes to the heart of the matter if the FBI was so upstanding and was so forthright and apolitical why aren't they looking into all this other shit
0: okay I'm, okay i have to say this i have to i have to say this i have to I saw a video the other day, and this is going to sound weird, but I'm going to make the connection. Just stay with me, okay? I saw a video the other day of a cop in a fight. The kid guy was latched onto the cop's gun. I saw He's He was on the ground. And then you had the second cop. Did you see my comment on that video? I put it on the regular one. but So the second cop comes. The guy has been fighting for at least 10 to 15 seconds. And if anybody's ever been in a fight for your life for 10 to 15 seconds, it's a fucking lifetime. Okay, because I've been there. Not even
2: in a fight for your life. A, a street fight for 15 seconds is feels like an eternity.
0: Bro, I've, I've been in the fight for my life with a guy latched onto my gun. It feels like forever, and it feels like you are terrified you're going to die. And so this guy's on top of him. Well, I'll try to find the video, guys, and I'll drop it in the show notes. But anyway, second officer comes running up, and what does he do? Grabs onto the guy and starts trying to wrestle him, and the guy's still you know, pulling at the gun and shit like that. And my comment down below... Why did you not kick him in the fucking face? That's right. Like, I, and this is where I want to go with everybody here, okay? Because this, this ties right into what we're talking about. You can look at somebody like that, like Biden, looking at a little kid, knowing what you know. And nobody says a fucking word, dude. And that's what drives me insane. Just like that cop was too much of a puss to just, I mean, forearms shiver the piss out of that guy, the side of that guy's head and make make sure he's spitting teeth. Guess what happens, Brett, when I hit you hard enough and you start spitting teeth? Guess what you don't do anymore?
2: You're not going to be reaching for the gun. You're not going
0: to be grabbing on the gun anymore, right? That's right. So this is my thing to everybody out there. Oh, Quit. But then, then you're going
2: to have some bleeding heart going, oh, you No, a I'm telling rights. our people because our people are good fucking people. Right.
0: It is the time to stand by and be accepting and, oh, let's meet people in the middle. and all. It, that, that, that time is over. That time is over. You need to start standing up and you need to start standing up for kids. You need to start standing up for the right principles in this country. You need to start standing up for what it means to be an American because I'll tell you what, If somebody looked at me like Joe Biden was, you were talking about looking at that little girl Disgusting. Guess what my grandfather or my father would have done. He probably would have been he'd probably be in a desert somewhere
2: Yeah, and you know what the girl's mom's doing? The girl's mom is sitting next to her and you could see the girl just completely terrified She just has this terrified, she's probably seven, eight years old, has this terrified kind of disgusted look on her face because Biden's just making eye contact with her and she's trying not to look at him and the mom's just patting her head like it's okay honey like serving her up to the dirty old man. Why don't you say anything? God, that's gross. No, man. No, I'm
0: saying it's, it's an honest question. And I'm asking our, our listeners, dude, why not say anything? Why? Because why? Because be- you don't want to have a little friction in your life because you don't want to you don't want to upset somebody or you don't want to call it out. I would rather call him a pedophile to his face and be wrong than to never call it and find out later on that he that he raped 20, 30, 50, 100 fucking kids, dude.
2: Totally agree with that.
0: It's a very simple concept. And every every single one of our listeners needs to demand that of the people that stand around them. We don't just stand by anymore. The time for standing by is gone. We are done. I am not giving
2: anymore, bro. None. Well, here's the thing, man. After what happened the other day, and, you know, I don't want to make this completely like, okay, well, Trump must be innocent. You know, there might be something there. There very well could be. We don't know. But from all the reports... It didn't rise—what they were needing did not rise to the level of having to do a, an unannounced raid, given the fact that he had been working with the National Archives and the FBI since March on this very thing. This was nothing more than fucking clickbait media attention to get our minds off something else, okay? That's all this was. But then let's, let, let's just forget about what Hillary did. So, you know, everybody talks about the emails that Hillary destroyed. She took a, she took a computer— a laptop somewhere had somebody help her take the hard drive out. Cause I'm going to assume she's probably not smart enough to know how to do that on her own. Just my thought. And she acid washed the fucking hard drive. Dude, they smashed half their shit with hammers. Yeah. Yeah. So if they didn't think they were doing something wrong, why would they do that? She was having AIDS print off highly top secret classified documents. When she was a secretary of state, print the documents out, Take scissors and cut the fucking top off that said top secret and scan it into her computer so she could keep the documents at her home. And I don't even know where the hell her home was. Chappaquiddick or I don't even know what her, her fucking home was.
0: What'd you say her position was?
2: Secretary of State. Say that one more time. Secretary of State. Okay, so that's not the president. Or no, former president. No, and as a secretary of state, she doesn't have the ability to classify, declassify documents. I also, and this is my last point on Hillary.
0: That outside of the emails, we're about to play this clip. Who was in charge during Benghazi? Clinton. Clinton was. Benghazi was murder. American
2: citizens were murdered. On her watch. In Benghazi. On her watch. While she just sat back and made it a political ploy. Like, well, what happened to know? the ambassador? He was beheaded. Beheaded. Yeah. So, and it, all the while, uh, all the while, she's trying to hide some fucking emails that she did because she didn't want to self incriminate herself. But I didn't see the FBI raid in her place. Well, and I just want to bring
0: that up because everybody wants to try to make this comparison between what Clinton did and now, you know, what Trump's going through. Those are two totally different situations, dude. He was the president of the United States. We've already gone over that he can classify or declassify anything under his watch. He has that power. She does not. Right. She works at the behest of the current president that she is occupying that position under. That's who she works for. She works for the American people. She's never worked for the American people. But, but techni- she technically, she works for the American people, right?
2: Well, technically, but she works for herself. We both know that.
0: Let's get into this second clip. We got to get we got to get rocking and rolling here. So this one is uh, Hillary Clinton. This is where she lost 22 Hillary Clinton emails uh, labeled top secret.
1: Learned that Hillary Clinton used an unsecured home server for official emails while Secretary of State. The State Department is releasing the emails, but today it said that after review, 22 of them contain top secret information. The State Department says the emails were not labeled classified back when they were sent, but today's revelation raises questions about Clinton's decision to use her private system for public business. It is the last thing she needs three days before Iowa. Nancy Cordes is with Clinton tonight on the campaign trail. Hello,
8: everybody. Just before Clinton took the stage in Dubuque, State Department spokesman John Kirby announced that seven email chains from her private account, totaling 37 pages, were being upgraded to Top Secret.
7: That, In consultation with the intelligence community, we are making this upgrade, and we believe it's the prudent, responsible thing to do.
8: Top Secret is one of the highest levels of classification, reserved for material that, if released, would cause exceptionally grave damage to the national security. The emails resided on Clinton's private server at her home in Chappaqua, New York, for years until she turned over 55,000 pages at the department's request. I did not email any um, classified material to anyone on my email. There is no classified material. In a statement today, her campaign called the move over classification run amok, the result of bureaucratic infighting. Arguing that in at least one case, the emails appear to involve information from a published news article. Kirby would not share the topic of the emails or whether Clinton was the sender or receiver. I'm, I'm not going to
7: get into uh, debating or discussing uh, uh, candidates one way or the other on the campaign trail.
8: What he said the emails will be withheld from public view and not blacked out piecemeal like hundreds of other Clinton emails that have already been released. The Clinton campaign argues these emails should be released, at least in part, but an intelligence official tells CBS News that some of the information in them is so sensitive, Scott, that Clinton and her aides should have known never to discuss it over an unsecured system in the first place.
2: Nancy Cordes. So, the purpose of that, obviously, is just to show the double standard, right? And just for everybody out there, that was CBS.
0: That was not some... Yeah. Right wing conservative CBS pilot. news,
2: you know, honestly, what I think you and I have both been trying to do is pull shit from like MSNBC and uh, CNN and stuff like that so that it doesn't appear like we're getting information from a fucking echo chamber, right? CBS news is reporting top secret and yet FBI doesn't do anything about that. Secret service doesn't do anything about that. I'm sure we'd never hear about it, but I'm sure the CIA just covered it up. Hey, we got to figure out a way to cover this up because, you know, she's running for president and we don't want to make it a big deal, Right.
0: So I got a follow up clip to that. I brought up Watergate and this is where I, this is the clip I got it from. Just the idea of it. Cuz you know when you're going through a lot of this stuff, man, it's you've, there's been so much lately that you just you can't even keep up with all of it. You can't even remember all of it half the time. But here's one more here's one more clip for you.
4: Security analyst Katie McFarlane says the comparison of Clinton's email scandal uh, is actually very similar, eerily similar to uh, Richard Nixon's Watergate scandal. How so, Katie?
7: It's first of all, Richard Nixon had tapes of Oval Office meetings. Ultimately, those tapes had to be released, and it led to his, his, he had to resign the office. or He was going to be impeached. Hillary Clinton learned that lesson, and she said, well, if Richard Nixon had only destroyed the tapes, they never would have gotten them, right? So I'm going to destroy my emails. How did she know that? Because she was on the Watergate committee in the 1970s, she investigated Richard Nixon for impeachment. So she learned the
4: lesson: so destroy back the tapes, forward, dis- destroy the evidence. But destroy the I'm evidence. sorry, you know, you go to jail for destroying the evidence.
7: Only if they catch you. Now here's the catch: she thought she had destroyed the evidence, right? She right. thought she had destroyed the emails. Oops! Turns out they're not destroyed. They're in fact never going to be destroyed because they're now on Anthony. So Wien's you lesson. think that. Some of the 33,000. I think they're all there. Destroyed. They're all there on.
4: I think it it's
7: all there. Here, here's why. You know, most people don't realize it, but you know, you and I email all the time. Other people yeah. email all the time. There's an autosave function on your most email accounts. Right. My guess is that they had the autosave function. Otherwise, how do you get 650? But how sloppy, ounces?
4: how careless. I mean, and if you're Hillary Clinton, you're being so fastidious about, you know, having this bleach bit
7: wipe your computers. Why wouldn't you ask the same of your closest aide? Only if you knew what you were talking about. I think it's pretty clear that these people may have used emails, but they weren't really careful about how they were using their emails. So here's it, my question yeah. to
4: you, I mean, back when he first started getting investigated for this, this situation with the 15-year-old girl, yeah, shouldn't whom Abedin have been thinking at the time, wow, oh gosh, yeah, that's our computer, our family computer, Lord knows what's on it. I'm kind of wondering why she didn't take that computer and just dump it in the middle of the ocean.
7: Destroy the evidence. That's what she should have done if she wanted to get, if they wanted to get away with it. But but she maybe just didn't know that that evidence. And not sure they even knew. Th- this is they're stunned by this. And and here's the other problem. What is in those six hundred and fifty thousand emails? Is it stuff about the Clinton Foundation? I mean, donations that went to the Clinton Foundation from the Russians, wow. for example, that led to the the uh, the waiver so that the United States could sell uranium. Now the Russians have twenty percent of our uranium production. Is wow. there stuff?
2: I think you guys all get the point, right? Do I get a clip of the day for that one? I think you do. That was pretty— uh, Clip of the day from No Agenda, everybody. Thank pretty, you. Pretty impressive. That clip was not from No Agenda, but that's pretty impressive for you finding that one.
0: No, that's where we got you the clip the, of the day from, though. Yeah,
2: right. You went to the archives on that one. I think it's uh, interesting to know, too, that the day after Trump got raided, so August 9th, Tuesday the 9th, uh, one of Trump's allies, rep- uh, representative out of Pennsylvania, Scott Perry, had his cell phone seized by the FBI. And to my knowledge, there was no reason given to him for them seizing his cell phone. They just said, we have a warrant. We're taking your cell phone. It's almost like one could deduce that the FBI now is just an organization on behest of the Biden family to just take out any political opponents or any political rivalries. It's almost like that's what's going on.
0: Tapes of meetings. What does that sound like to you? Like the spying that was being done on the Trump campaign?
2: Oh, yeah. That was found to be accurate in court. So when Trump came out and said they're spying on my campaign, oh, no, he's, he's a liar. He's delusional. He's he's uh, paranoid. Well, that was actually fact.
0: I don't remember what episode that was. Remember we played that clip, though? Mm-hmm. It was, I don't know, four or five episodes ago. Go back and listen to it. But right. it just... <sighs> There's a double standard, and we all we all know it's there. Again, I don't want to get into the hypocrisy and the finger pointing. It's not fucking doing us any good. We got to start taking action, and I'm talking about nonviolent action. But we got to start taking action and stop just pointing and going, "Oh, see, you guys are a bunch of liars, guys," because they don't care. They do
2: not care. Liberals do not care that they lie. I don't even know if we can call them liberals, man. I think we should probably just start calling these people progressives because liberals would indicate Democrats, and I feel like we, we, we've long since went past the point of Democrat-Republican. Fuck that. They're got, communists, dude. We've got, we've got constitutionalists, and we have communists at this point. That's what we have. And they're under the guise of Democrat, liberal, progressive. Let's just start calling them communists because that's what they are. They're, they're fucking traitors to the that's United what they States. they want. That's right. what they want that's, that's their goal that's their end goal right that's what they want so project veritas man project veritas they got these james o'keefe is a fucking national treasure right he comes out whistleblower comes to him from the fbi and you know what the fbi considers domestic terrorists parents at school board meetings concerned about the education their kids are getting people that say or identify themselves as patriots How long do you think it'll be before the New England Patriots have to change their name for being offensive? J6 protesters are treated like actual terrorists, not being charged, court delays, things like that. FBI is totally fine with that. The FBI is correlating the Betsy Ross flag, you know, the colonial flag, the circle with 13 stars, correlating that to domestic terrorism.
0: On that note, real quick, did you see, was it Rand Paul that did that presentation? Uh, Which one? He pulled up all the pictures of like when Joe Biden was sworn in. And guess what flag is right behind him?
2: Yeah, the Betsy Ross flag. Two of them. Yeah.
0: There was another one when they got sworn in. It was another. I think it was when Barack Obama got sworn in. It's the
2: Gatson flag. I don't know exactly what that is, to be honest with you.
0: Well, guess what was hanging up behind Barack Obama? Betsy Ross flag. Oh.
2: I don't even want to say it's funny anymore. It's not funny. It's not. It's not funny anymore, dude. It's not, you know. And then you got guys like Jack Pasobek. If you guys don't follow Jack on Twitter, True Social, listen to his podcast, you're missing out, right? He's a young guy. He knows what the fuck he's talking about. And I have a lot of respect for him on a on a
0: personal level. He's been sober for 16 years, and he was formerly. Was he CIA? He was in one of the three letter agencies. He I think he was
2: CIA or well, or Secret was, Service. I think he was uh, a JAG for the Navy. Or some sort of intelligence for the Navy, and then he went into one of the three-letter agencies.
0: Right, and then that's where he comes from. So he has a very good base, guys, and he's living and, and produces his show and everything out of Washington, D.C. itself. So this is a nice little uh, rant. I don't know if we'll let it, the whole thing go, but we'll get the good chunk of it here.
5: What did you know about the FBI? And folks, i just like to say, before I start this, I am of sound mind and body. I love my family. I love my life. I am not exhibiting any mental disorders. I am currently 16 years sober, uh, so I do not have any drugs or alcohol in my system um, from from 16 years ago, right? All right, let's begin. Did you know the church committee hearings admitted that the FBI had 2,000 members of the KKK working for them nationwide? Did you know... The 28 pages show that two of the 9-11 hijackers were tied to Saudi intelligence and rented a room from an FBI informant in California before the attacks. The director of the FBI who kept this covered up for years, Robert Mueller. Did you know the FBI FBI lied about the shooting first in the Lavoie Finnicum case? They tried to cover up the shooting by picking up their casings. One FBI agent was put on trial for the cover up, but a Portland jury acquitted him. Did you know? The Pulse nightclub's gunman was an F- Father was an FBI informant for more than a decade. Prior to the 2016 mass shooting, they knew the son was a threat, but they did nothing. And James Comey vowed to get to the bottom of this. He never did. Did you know? In 2005, Jeffrey Epstein was under an 11-month FBI investigation. 40 underage girls at the time alleged that Epstein assaulted them. After Epstein gave information to the FBI, federal charges were dropped. Who was the head of the FBI then? Robert Mueller. Did you know the Boston bombers were well-known to the FBI? The older brother traveled to and from Dagestan without a passport while on multiple watch lists. Did you know? Police in a Boston suburb found a pressure cooker bomb factory in the home of Daniel Morley just two months after the Boston Marathon bombing while investigating a domestic disturbance. But the FBI suddenly got involved in the case and no charges were ever filed. Go ask the Boston police about that one. And then finally, did you know there is a video of the Boston bombers placing the bombs at the Marathon site? yet there is no direct evidence linking them to the bombing, the building of the bombs. The FBI reported the devices were highly sophisticated, yet James Comey has never explained them.
2: You know, I put that clip in there because I think we're to a point now that the FBI has almost lost any shred of credibility that they've ever had, any semblance. Now, I remember thinking of the FBI as like... The bee's knees from, uh, from a law enforcement standpoint, like infallible, right? You watch the X-Files, you watch movies with the FBI, and you're like, wow, the FBI is involved. Like, this is a big deal. I, my perception of the FBI now, you are nothing more than the fucking Gestapo for, the, for a certain political party. That is all you are. Please tell me it's, it's somehow different than that. I'm just going to put this out there. Any candidates moving forward now that talk about disbanding
0: the CIA, the FBI, the IRS, any of, that, any of that kind of stuff, you have my vote. That's right. You have my vote 100%. The only thing that'll get you even more favor with me is if you go to term limits, but I don't want to go down that road today. So, Or but, if
2: you blatantly and outwardly discredit the World Economic Forum. I'll take that one. I will take that one, too. Now, as I said earlier, one of my speculations as to the reason for this whole raid thing. You know, the January 6th committee, you know, they're trying to televise this whole current kangaroo court thing. And I, I think I've said before, I think it's offensive to kangaroos to call the January 6th thing a kangaroo court because it's, not, it's neither a court at all because there's no defense. You know, they're, they're putting this information out there, a one-sided narrative of what supposedly happened that day with no counter defense, no counterpoints, no nothing like that. Right. The whole idea, though, I think behind the Trump thing is because they know their TV ratings for the J6 is shit. Nobody watches it. Nobody gives a shit anymore. They're trying to make it out to be the worst day in American history next to 9 11. Let me tell you something 3,000 plus people dying in, in uh, skyscrapers in New York City don't even compare to nine eleven or to January 6th. Or I should say January 6th doesn't even compare to that. Doesn't even compare to Pearl Harbor. Okay. Doesn't even compare, honestly, to a fucking fart in the wind. But they, they're so desperate to keep the J6 thing up because they need that. They need the hatred. They need the fear every election cycle. So what do they do? They're turning what happened at Mar-a-Lago, and they're trying to create a situation to where you have Trump supporters. They're speculating Trump supporters are going to be violent and come out in violence. So listen to this supercut of all these different news stations speculating about what could happen. And a strong reaction to the raid on extremists and QAnon-related forums.
7: Sources say there's been a strong reaction to the Raid On Extremist and QAnon related forums.
1: Sources also telling ABC News there's been a strong reaction from some
7: extreme groups online, including QAnon and other groups. There's been a strong reaction to the Raid On Extremist and QAnon related forums, including those that were
2: active before January 6th,
7: including those that were active prior to January 6th. Including those that were active prior to January 6th.
1: Involved in the January 6th
7: insurrection. that were active prior to the January 6th riot. Some have been
2: calling for violence and even a civil war.
7: Some of them include calls for violence and even a civil war. Some of them include calls for (laughs) violence in online forums. And even
8: civil war. This was the top comment on the search on the pro-Trump site, The Donald, last night. Quote, Lock and load with references to a civil war. Talking very violently about civil war. Searches for civil war. Spikes.
7: They're talking about civil war. civil war. Civil war. Civil war. Civil war. Civil war.
4: Civil war. This is the kind of violence.
2: Interesting that the media is speculating about that. What happened in 2020? Wasn't there all kind of violence and destruction and there was the 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 communist side talking about a civil war in twenty twenty, or did we already fucking forget about that? I saw
0: some blue checked dumb fucks putting stuff on Twitter. I know I'm going to stop getting on Twitter. I decided, but it was something along the lines of: if you're upset about the Trump raid and you know you do this and that and the other thing, you should just be shot and you know killed and blah blah blah. Here's where I those guys are useful idiots. Well, this is what pisses me off. They just talk like that. It's just all talk. I know it is, but they can talk like that. But you or I say something like that, dude, I will have a knock at the door.
2: Oh, yeah. I'm surprised we haven't already, honestly.
0: (laughs) Dude, I would have a knock at the door. I know. Because I hold my tongue a lot. Right. And Officer Tandrum says it. We have a clip later on. I don't think I'm going to play the clip where he says it, but like he said it in there. He was a cop. I was a cop. There's a time for violence. Yeah. Whether you want to admit it or not, there is a time for violence, dude. And when we get to that time, it's not going to be
2: good. Right. Well, the whole idea behind Trump and the being the bad guy in January 6th and all this fucking narrative is supposedly his big lie, right? Because he's come out and said he feels the election was stolen. And there is proof of this. Time magazine put an article out February of 2021. That said the, the shadow campaign that saved the 2020 election, where they go in detail, Time magazine goes in detail about how election laws in certain states were changed under emergency acts because of COVID to allow mail-in voting on mass and all this other shit, which created the fraud. Okay, They created this fraud situation. And so, oh, my God, Trump, he's the worst guy ever to claim that we have a, an election stolen. Huh. I wonder if this has happened before.
7: They
1: won the last presidential election, folks. They stole the last presidential election. And Al Gore won that election. I think he won anyway. Actually, I think I carried Florida.
7: Bush versus Gore. A
8: court took away a presidency.
1: If all the votes were counted in Florida, that Al Gore would be president today, and George Bush would be back in office.
8: I come from Florida, where you and others participated in what I call the United States d'etat.
3: There's no doubt in my mind that Al Gore was elected president.
8: I rise to object to the fraudulent 25 Florida electoral votes.
3: I must object
0: because of the overwhelming evidence of official misconduct. Delivery for the in an
7: attempt the to suppress It is signed by myself on behalf of my diverse
8: constituents and the millions of Americans who have been disenfranchised by Florida's inaccurate vote count. The Supreme the, uh, Court, not the people S- of the S- United S- States, decided this election. Speaking to a Democratic group in Chicago Tuesday, he made it clear he thinks Al Gore was the winner.
3: By the time it was over, our candidate had won the popular vote.
5: And the only way they could win the election was to stop the voting in Florida. Katherine Harris,
1: Jeb Bush, Jim Baker, and the Supreme Court hadn't tampered with the results. Al Gore would be president. The yeah, Supreme
8: yes, Court elected the president. Yes. Al Gore won the state of Florida in 2000, although not the presidency.
1: But the Supreme Court tampered? That's a large charge. The Supreme Court stopped the counting
5: of the votes, and if they let the count go on, El Gore would have got the necessary vote.
9: The Supreme
8: Court selected George W. Bush as the president. He was not elected. There is overwhelming evidence that George W. Bush did not win
9: this election. What I observed uh, as a voter, as a citizen of Illinois uh, four years ago, were troubling evidence of the fact that not every vote was being counted.
3: Don't think that George W. Bush won the election. In 2000, I guess Al Gore, because I I think he probably lost Florida and also
1: that nationwide. If you invite me back on this show in about eight weeks, I think you're going to learn that Al Gore actually did get all the votes there.
5: The court has been thwarting formation of the popular will. The most spectacular example being Bush versus Gore, where the majority by a 5-4 vote enjoined the counting of more than 100,000 ballots in Florida and essentially gave America its first court-appointed president. (laughs) (laughs)
2: I think in two- Y'all get the point, right? So that particular one was Al Gore. So Al Gore ran for president against George W. Bush in 2004, right? Or no, 2000. That was 2000. All of a sudden, in 2000, because Al Gore didn't win, election was stolen. There must have been fraud. The hanging Chad incident in Florida, right? Could you imagine what would have happened if he became our president? Uh. Let's not go down that road because that's all another one. So let's go on to the next one because here, here's why Here's why we want to play this. The media is putting it out like Trump is the first president ever to, or, or first person ever to lose the presidential election and claim voter fraud or an ele- a stolen election. So that's Al Gore in 2000. Let's go to 2004.
7: Constantly shifting vote tallies in Ohio and malfunctioning electronic machines, which may not have paper receipts, have led to additional loss of confidence by the public.
9: The right to vote has been stolen from qualified voters.
5: In 2004, the democratic process was thwarted. The 2004 presidential election in Ohio was riddled with unnecessary problems.
6: Some machines malfunctioned, causing votes to be counted more than once or not at all.
9: Based upon an inordinate number of allegations suggesting gross voting rights violations and misconduct, I joined with my colleagues in objecting to counting the state of Ohio's electoral votes. As in 2000, the votes of many who wanted to
1: vote were not in fact counted. This
3: last Friday night, I, I arranged to meet Senator Kerry at a fundraiser to give him a copy of my book. He told me he now thinks the election was stolen.
7: The wife of John Kerry said she has lingering doubts about the legitimacy of the election. Her theory goes like this. Two brothers, she calls hard right Republicans, own 80 percent of voting machines in the U.S. Therefore, it would be easy to hack into the mother machines that control the electronic voting.
5: There were no.
2: Isn't it considered a threat to our democracy to question the results of the election now? Yeah, I wanted to leave that last clip to finish
0: because that is literally what happened.
2: Yes. So it's okay when the Democrats say it, when they lose, they're sore losers. It's okay when they say it. But you know, the, the first time a Republican candidate has ever claimed election fraud, John McCain didn't claim it when he lost to Obama in 2008, Mitt Romney didn't claim it when he lost to Obama in 2012, Trump only claimed it when it was fucking egregious in 2020. Right? And there's 2,000 mules to to back that up. Now, let's go to 2016.
8: You can run the best campaign. You can even become the nominee. And you can have the election stolen from you.
1: How can you win with Russian interference, though? That's, that's, that's real what I'm thing. scared about no, in but, 2020. But rightly. Because right. I think he's an illegitimate president that didn't really win. So how do you. You know, fight against that in 2020. You are absolutely
8: right. He is an illegitimate president in my <sighs> mind.
1: Would you be my vice presidential <laughs> <laughs> candidate?
3: Folks, look, I absolutely agree. Trump didn't actually win the election in 2016. He lost the election and he was put into office because of the Russians interference.
8: Trump knows he's an illegitimate president.
9: The president elect, although legally elected, is not legitimate. I don't see this. President elect as a legitimate
2: president.
1: You said you believe that Russia's interference altered the outcome of the election.
8: I do. We have a president who, if in fact it is proven, uh, has been assisted by the Russians and may in fact not be a legitimate president. The one thing that Trump is fearful of uh, when it comes to his being president is that finally we will see how illegitimate his victory actually was. I have an objection. I object to the 15 votes from the state of North Carolina. I object because people are horrified. He's an illegitimate president. Do you believe Trump is a legitimate president? What I believe is that there's no question that the outcome of this election was affected by the Russian interference.
5: But There absolutely is a cloud
1: of illegitimacy. So that legitimacy is in question. Yes. So that was a very tainted election and And in that sense, it's illegitimate.
6: Why do you think the president is going to such great lengths to essentially prove that he beat you? Because he knows he didn't.
8: He knows he's an
1: illegitimate president. Stolen emails. Stolen drone. Stolen drone. Stolen election. Welcome to the world of unprecedented Trump. Did you believe President Trump?
2: Funny how uh, it's okay when Hillary Clinton says it. But now when Trump says it, oh, my God, the world's ending, our democracy is in, is in peril. We're going to lose our democracy. Right? And then there was this thing when Trump said that votes electronically could be changed. And all the pundits on CNN, MSNBC, NBC, ABC, you know, the M5M, they all said, oh, that's, that's he's psychotic. He, you can't change these votes. This was, 2020 was the most secure election in our history. Hmm. Play
8: that one. For my colleagues here at the Capitol, um, where we brought in um, folks who, before our eyes, hacked election machines. Um, Those that are not, those that are being used in many states, but are not state of the art from our perspective. Um,
7: We're very concerned because there's only
8: three companies. You could easily hack into them. It makes it seem like all these states are doing different things, but in fact, three companies are controlling
1: that. 43% of American voters use voting machines that researchers have found have serious security flaws, including back doors. These companies
0: are accountable to no one. They won't answer basic questions
1: about their cybersecurity practices, and the biggest companies won't answer any questions at all. Five states
7: have no paper trail, and that means there is no way to
1: prove the numbers the voting machines put out are legitimate. So much for Cybersecurity 101.
2: how many people got sued? I know that uh, Mike Lindell for My Pillow actually got sued by a uh, voting machine company. I don't want to say their name because I don't want to get sued. But Mike Lindell got sued by a voting machine company for making the same fucking claims. Donald Trump got sued for making the same claims. Fox News got sued for making the same fucking claims. But yet these these Democrats, in air quotes, communists, can say it. It's totally fine. Is that is that what we're doing now? Is that what we've been doing? Okay. All predicated on this January sixth bullshit narrative, and all predicated on the fact that we got to get the orange man bat out because he's a he himself is a threat to our democracy pretty fucking bullshit okay now we said at the very beginning that this was a this week has been a smokescreen for something else have you paid attention to the quote unquote inflation reduction act you know I have okay so let 's go through some numbers here the <laughs> Side note, if your wife came to you and you guys had a conversation about the, your finances and you said, hey, you know, we're, in, we're getting in debt to where we can't afford to pay the minimum payments on the credit cards. And she said, Dustin, it's okay. Let's just go get another credit card and let's raise our credit limits on our current credit cards and keep spending the way we are because we'll spend our way out of debt. That's what the fuck this is in an easier way to put it. It will not work it will not work. So, the Inflation Reduction Act is an act that's designed to curb inflation. So so for those out there that may not know or for those in the cheap seats that just don't understand, inflation's caused by effectively you have too much money in the system. That's ultimately what it is. You have too much demand, not enough supply causing inflation because you have an abundance of money. The amount of money printed over the last 2 years during COVID dwarfed the amount of money printed in our history, causing record inflation. So what do they do? They create a $433 billion bill to fight inflation. $369 billion on energy and climate efforts. Over $300 billion in green loan guarantees. $80 billion to double the number of IRS agents to conduct audits. We'll get to that here in a moment. $60 billion for environmental justice initiatives, whatever the fuck that means. $9 billion in tax credits... (laughs) I love this. $9 billion in tax credits for wealthy families to buy electric vehicles. Now, if you're a wealthy family, why do you need an incentive to buy an electric vehicle? Please fucking explain that to me. $2.6 billion to conserve coastal habitats. $1.5 billion to plant trees. All this to to fight inflation. Now, people say, oh, well, you know, you got these pundits saying, oh, well, we're only going to we're only going to go after the, the big, large corporations, the billionaires that don't pay their fair share. So they're expanding the size of the IRS by 87,000 IRS agents, which will then put the, the count of total IRS agents in the United States to 160,000. Do you know that's bigger than the Pentagon, State Department, FBI, and Border Control combined? Your tax revenue service, internal revenue service. I did not know that, but I want to ask, I just want to put a
0: perspective out there. Okay, so these guys work for the government. So let's just say they're on the government pay scale. How many active shooters do you think would actually happen if one of two things happened? Whether Either you put an undercover agent from one of the three-letter agencies in every single school across America or a police officer in every single school across America. Or a veteran. I mean, wouldn't that be a better, uh, wouldn't that be a better allocation of our resources given what's happened over the last couple months or at least what they're leading us to believe is the, the epidemic?
2: You would think but see, it's all about the money. Okay. Tax heights with the inflation reduction act. So 97.2% of those earning between 100,000 and 200,000 is going to receive a tax increase. 91.3% of those earning between 75,000 to hundred thousand will see a tax increase. 61.7% of those earning between 40 to 50,000 will see a tax increase. 24.6% of those earning between 10,000 and 20,000 annually Will see a tax increase. You're planning on hiring 87,000 additional IRS, armed IRS agents to supposedly audit 724 billionaires? Really? Makes sense. That makes sense. It's almost like they're weaponizing the IRS. Now, I've brought up modern monetary theory on this uh, podcast a couple different times correlating to the Great Reset because modern monetary theory is a different type of theory that basically, I'm going to summarize it, you have to go research it on your own because it's very complicated, but basically the idea is the government can print and spend as much fucking money as they want and the the way they curb inflation is to raise taxes. We're going to curb inflation by taking money away from the populace. We take money away from the populace by taxing it and taking it from you. If we take your money away from you that you've earned, you no longer have money to spend on goods and services, thus reducing demand, thus bringing down inflation. Now, does that seem fair? It's communism. That's the best summary I can put to it. So anyway, the job description was posted on the irs.gov yesterday. You want to hear the job description for the 87,000 IRS agents? Let's hear it. Adhere to the highest standards of conduct, especially in maintaining honesty and integrity. Work a minimum of 50 hours per week, which may include irregular hours, and be on call 24-7, including holidays and weekends. The fuck does an accountant need to be on call 24-7 on nights and weekends for? Because an IRS agent is the equivalent of an accountant, or should be. Maintain a high level of fitness necessary to effectively respond to life-threatening situations on the job. An accountant. Carry a firearm and be willing to use deadly force if necessary. Hey, y'all might want to take a, a, a page from the mafia. You kill the people that owe you money, you don't get the money. Just saying, be willing and able to participate in arrest, execution of search warrants and other dangerous assignments, an accountant. Here's your National Police Force, bro. You combine them with the FBI, and what do you have? Your National
0: Police Force. And, but don't forget, Capitol Police, they now have an office in Florida, And they also have an office in California and they are
2: slated to have offices in other cities. So just know that's what they want to do. The FBI and the IRS, all these three three letter agencies answer to who ultimately the executive branch. Does anybody see a pattern on what's happening here? Now, before this was passed, remember the whole assault rifle ban that had to go through the house and it will never get passed in the Senate, but it passed the house. They changed it from assault weapon. Because as we talked, anything could be a fucking assault weapon. And now they're calling it weapons of war, basically alluding to AR-15s. So Thomas Massey, the representative out of Kentucky, one of the good representatives out there, he submits an amendment to this bill. Basically saying, hey, we need to exclude or or include the weapons ban for Agencies like the IRS, the USDA, Department of Education, and so on and so on, because what do these federal agencies need these, quote-unquote, weapons of war for? His amendment was struck down. So not only are the USDA, United States Department of Agriculture, Internal Revenue Service, and the United States Department of Education going to be carrying handguns, they also have authority and the ability to carry AR-15s, if they so choose tell me this, what the fuck does the Department of Education need any firearm for? The USDA, do they need those firearms for unruly cows? What the fuck are we doing here? Oh, do you need a firearm to, to, to collect taxes, right? This is pretty dangerous. We're heading down a dangerous time. And it's funny that this came out the same day. Let's just call it the same week is what happened in mar lago right? Now, What I just read was on the irs.gov's website yesterday. You go to their website today, it's gone. They've removed it because of the blowback. Huh, no shit. Now, we talk about this person quite often on this show, Tulsi Gabbard. She was a candidate during the primaries for the Democratic nomination for president. She's a woman. She's a woman of color, and she was ousted by the establishment because she didn't want to play ball. Listen to what she has to say.
6: But everything from the IRS to Department of Homeland Security, their counterterrorism division, the FBI, the Department of Justice, we are seeing how they are more blatantly in broad daylight being weaponized to target right. political opponents of those in power and anyone who dares to dissent or question or challenge their actions and policies. Y- you look at those numbers that you broke out and the messaging that's coming out of the Democrats in Congress saying, hey, this will only apply to the wealthy. We're only taxing the wealthy. Well, that's only one to two percent of all taxpayers. So why in the world do they need $80 billion and 87,000 new hires in order to go after one to 2% of taxpayers? Their math absolutely does not add up, which should be frightening and concerning because this means exactly what you said. They're coming after us. They're coming after entrepreneurs. They're coming after small business owners. They're coming after our middle class, hardworking Americans. There's no question about that. And then you layer on top of that what you just mentioned their their criminal division with the power of enforcement of a gun essentially and how we have already seen it's not a hy- it's not a theory that the IRS has also like many of these other federal agencies abuse their power to go after political opponents we have seen them do this with Lois Lerner under the Obama administration there were no consequences there and she was directly targeting directly targeting blatantly conservative Organizations And so this dangerous trend that we are seeing that happened gradually over years, but everything from the IRS to Department of Homeland Security, their counterterrorism division, the FBI, the Department of Justice, we are seeing how they are more blatantly in broad daylight being weaponized to target right. political opponents of those in power and anyone who dares to dissent or question or challenge their actions and policies this is government bureaucracy at its worst rather than actually identifying the problem and saying hey how do we more efficiently serve the needs of the american people and and increase our ability to deliver and serve them they're taking our money. This is money that is coming out of our pockets and our paychecks to go and plus up their force and their ability to go and take more money from us rather than actually fixing the inefficiencies in their antiquated systems.
1: 51% of the audits last year went after taxpayers who made less than $75,000. So unless they're going to change their doctrine all of a sudden, I'm pretty sure that the average American is going to feel the Uh, the scrutiny of the IRS in a way that we're not prepared for, nor do we have the high-price accounting firms to fight for us for in many cases, unless someone at TurboTax is going to help us out. Uh, Thanks so much, uh, Congressman. Always great to see you, Tulsi. Thanks, Brian. And guess what?
0: It's just sick, dude. But I want to follow that up with um, a clip from Officer Tatum here. Um, He did a reaction to the... um, to the actual rate itself. And, you know, I just think that he does a really, really good job of, you know, being articulate with what he's trying to put out there. And he's not afraid to say, you know, what is on his mind and and really what's, you know, going on, you know, with the situation. So, you know, I just really wanted to, you know, bring some different perspectives in here on this because it's just such a big issue guys. And I think everybody out there needs to understand what this really means they're telling you that they're only it's only going to affect people that make over $400,000 a year and that's just simply not true I mean, you went through all the numbers right there, you right. know, about, you know, what the percentages are going to be and all that kind of stuff. And, and I just don't think people really understand. I think they just take everything at face value and you have to understand, like, you're going to be paying more on top of the more for gas, on top of the more for food, on top of the more, on top of the more, on top of the more housing, mortgages, everything, everything is going up and it's going to affect your bottom line. And right. at some point that is where the middle class goes away. When you don't have the money to go out into the marketplace and spend the, that money, Brett, you're gone. You're not, you're not an active
2: participant in society at that point. That's right. Well, so the, the thing on that, you know, because we're talking about inflation. So in June, the inflation number, the, the CPI, Consumer Price Index, was 9.1%. Okay? The number came out yesterday at 8.5%. So what does Biden and Harris do? They come out saying inflation was zero. Because they're, in their mind, they're saying, well, it's it, it's less than what it was the, the, the month before. So it's 0.6% less. It went from 9.1 to 8.5. That's not how the fucking number works. It's year over year. So June of 21 to June of 22, it rose 9.1%. July of 21 to July of 22, it rose 8.5%. So let's talk about this for a moment, right? So let's talk some real numbers here. So let's pretend for a moment on this and fucking inflation number, because that drove me nuts yesterday when they're like, oh, it's zero, even though it's at 8.5%, you fucking morons. So if, if in 2020, a product costs you $100, for example, right? And then in 2021, I want to say it was 5.2% for July of 22, or excuse me, 21, 5.2%. That means that $100 item now costs you $105.20. You follow me on this? Yeah, I'm with you. Okay. So then it's 8.5% for July, not zero, 8.5. So you take that and multiply that times 0.85, that same item that was $100 two years ago is now costing you $114.14. How is that zero? It's not. It's compounding. The, these, these gaslighters, these politicians that are gaslighting you, they're saying, well, it's zero because it's less than a month before. That's not how the number's calculated. It's not how it's calculated. And you know how they're getting to the zero number? They're taking out core inflation numbers, which is wages and energy costs. Those are the two biggest drivers of inflation. Well, Let's get into this spicy reaction here. Tax me
9: harder, daddy. 87 IRS agents. Let me, let me just explain this to you. 87 IRS agents. They're not hiring them to do more background checks and do more uh, 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 audits on billionaires. We can count on hands and feet how many billionaires live in the United States of America. You don't need 87,000 new agents to do that. you already know who they are. Some of them have already been audited. They, they're not for them. They lied to you. They're not going to audit these millionaires, these billionaires. They got a whole team of people that teach them how to divert taxes. They got a whole team. It ain't for them. Big major corporations. These major corporations have a whole uh, team on retainer to make sure all of their accounting and their finances are in place. Every government benefit, every government grant they take advantage of, they ain't paying no taxes. They're going to pay the minimum taxes. Billionaires probably ain't paying no taxes. You know who's going to get stuck with it? You and I. You and I. Poor people ain't paying taxes. They ain't paid their fair share since they've been broke. They on the government assistance. They ain't paying no taxes, but they still get a tax return on your dollars. It's going to hurt the middle class, the people who are going to work every day, the people who have small businesses. They're going to get hit. This is their theology. They lied to you. It's not going to help with inflation. It's going to increase inflation. You charge 15% extra taxes to these major corporations, they're just going to raise the prices. And they're going to lay people off. Raise the prices, lay people off. They made Their bottom line is still the same. You're going to pay more at the pump. You're going to pay more for, for food. You're going to pay more for retail. You just got taxed.
0: So that was the first part of that clip. If you want to uh,
2: react to that, I'm going to load the second part. Everything you said is a fact. You raise tax on business, businesses that are providing a product or service. They're not just going to take that off their balance sheet. They're going to increase their price to the consumer, which is going to further exacerbate inflation. It's just that simple. I don't, I don't know how that's so difficult for people to understand. You cannot tax your way out of a situation like we're in. And this idea of, well, the government, you know, we're going to create all these government programs to reduce inflation. It's the government programs and the government spending that got us in the situation that we're in currently and yet so these politicians create the problem and then try to create a solution to the problem they created to then stay in power and th- hoping that people are too dumb to realize that the problem that they created and the solution that they came up to to fix the problem exacerbated the fucking problem
0: here's a follow up it's on the same uh, on the same video for our listeners out here this is going to be Officer Tatum
9: kick that CRT bull crap out of our schools i'm sick of these people I don't need to talk to a terrorist. We don't need the bipartisan. We need to run it down their throats. All We need to run it down their throats. No mercy. That's how it should be. I'm sick of these Republicans, these rhinos. We got, we got people right now. Uh, well, you got to make sure you meet them in the middle. F these people. We ain't meet you in the middle. It's our way or the highway. We ain't negotiating about Jesus. You either support it or get out the way. I'm, t- I'm, sick of, I'm sick of talking to people about it. I'm sick of playing games. We need to go straight or get out the way. Stand firm on principle or get out the way. Ain't no drag queening, no abortions, none of that stuff. Get out the way. I don't need to meet you in the middle. I don't care nothing about uh, uh, talking about incest. And, uh, no, it's murder. If you don't, get out the way. If you can't stand on principle, Get your butt out the way. Get your butt out the race. I don't care. Nothing about, oh, we got to meet him in the middle. Meeting them in the middle got us right here. We want to meet them in the middle is why we're where we're at now. We got the 45th president of the United States getting his house raided because we want to meet him in the middle. We want to let the Mueller investigation. They should have squashed that Mueller investigation from the very beginning. It was a, I want to cuss, Lord help me. It was a witch hunt.
0: You can go and watch the rest of that. He 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 goes on for another I don't know another twenty minutes on that. Like he he went hard in the paint, but one thing that As he, he should have one thing that he said, and I just wanted to touch on this real quick. Andy Frisella calls it above the line and below the line issues. Okay, and I and this and I I wholeheartedly subscribe to this. Actually, when I was the head coach of Fort Lupton, I had my entire. I called them the the pillars for success. And there was above the line and below the line, like below the line was, you don't go to class. You don't, you know, you're late. You're doing that kind of shit above the line. Is that right? We're focusing on a lot of below the line issues while all of this is going on right now. You got Roe v. Wade. You got the Trump docs. You got trans movement. You got BLM race bullshit. We can keep going down. We got the Maxwell thing. We got the Epstein thing. We got this thing. We got that thing. You know, we got this. They're outraged about this and that. And, you know, again, It's all distractions. You have to understand that there is a bigger play going on right now. And if you don't see it, man, I I mean, there's nothing else more that we can do for you than
2: continue to do these shows. That's right. That's it. Well, and, and on that note, you know, if you're listening to us and you support us, we need you to be sharing this, man. I mean, you know, everybody says, well, you know, I wish I could find a way to get, you know, to get more people involved, to get the word out, share the fucking show. I don't expect people to go out and start their own podcast. If you want, that'd be cool. But if you don't want to just share our shit, help us get the word out. Well, we're obviously not scared to do it, dude. Well, right. So that's why, you know, a lot of people out there, I mean, we have some good supporters and that's great, but we need more. We need to get more people involved. However, you want to get involved, you got to get involved, especially coming up into this midterm election. I don't care if you got to go do poll watching. I don't give a shit if you got to do a tailgate party sitting outside of a fucking drop, a voting drop box. I was just going to
0: say that, dude. Honestly, this is seriously what I'm going to do on the election night. I'm going to go sit by one. Yeah. I'm just going to go sit by one, and if somebody comes up there with a box full of fucking ballots, I'm going to go over them and say, who are all those ballots from? Yeah, it's not voter intimidation
2: at that point. That is integrity, voter integrity. That or just write down a license plate. Right. Yeah, I don't know who you're going to give it to, but, yeah, I hear you. I'll feel good. Yeah, make you feel good. Maybe get to one of your law enforcement buddies and say, "This gotta, you got to take this up to powers of B, wherever that is, right? All right, this last clip, and we want to round this out because we've been going, you know, quite a while on this this video we're gonna have this in the show notes this is a a video that was put out the day after the trump raid trump put this out on his true social account the day after so clearly this has been in the works okay it's a better video to watch than it is to listen to but listening to it you're going to get the point
3: we are a nation in decline We are a failing nation. We are a nation that has the highest inflation in over 40 years. Where the stock market just finished the worst first half of a year in more than five decades. We are a nation that has the highest energy cost in its history, and we are no longer energy-independent or energy-dominant, which we were just two short years ago. We are a nation that is begging Venezuela and Saudi Arabia for oil. We are a nation that surrendered in Afghanistan, leaving behind dead soldiers, American citizens, and $85 billion worth of the finest military equipment in the world. We are a nation that allowed Russia to devastate a country, Ukraine, killing hundreds of thousands of people, and it will only get worse. We are a nation that has weaponized its law enforcement against the opposing political party like never before. We've never seen anything like this. We are a nation that no longer has a free and fair press. Fake news is about all you get. We are a nation where free speech is no longer allowed, where crime is rampant like never before, where the economy has been collapsing, where more people died of COVID in 2021 than in 2020. We are a nation that is allowing Iran to build a massive nuclear weapon and China to use the trillions and trillions of dollars it's taken from the United States to build a military to rival our own. We are a nation that over the past two years is no longer respected or listened to all around the world. And we are a nation that is hostile to liberty and freedom and faith. We are a nation whose economy is floundering, whose stores are not stocked whose deliveries are not coming, and whose educational system is ranked at the bottom of every list. We are a nation that in many ways has become a joke. But soon we will have greatness again. It was hard-working patriots like you who built this country, and it is hard-working patriots like you who are going to save our country. There is no mountain we cannot climb. There is no summit we cannot reach. There is no challenge we cannot meet. There is no victory we cannot have. We will not bend. We will not break. We will not yield ever, ever, ever. We will never give in. We will never give up. And we will never, ever back down. We will never let you down. As long as we are confident and united, the tyrants we are fighting do not stand even a little chance. Because we are Americans, and Americans kneel to God and God alone. And it is time to start talking about greatness.
2: All right. Obviously, that's a good good video. Again, it's better on video, visual, than it is audio. But you get the point with that. And here's what I would say, though. Stop waiting around for some plan to come into place. Stop waiting around for this 40 fucking chess shit to come to fruition. Stop waiting around for the 50,000 sealed indictments or how many fucking sealed indictments are coming around because that shit is not happening. Stop relying and waiting on one guy, Trump, to solve all the, all, all the country's problems. He's one guy. It's he, never going to happen. He's one guy that does not have the power, and he's fighting a headwind that we could, all of us could only dream of, okay? It's up to each and every one of us citizens to get involved, get involved peacefully. I said at the beginning, part of what I think this whole thing was on Monday was nothing more than a, a, a picket the scab to instigate violence. And violence is the very last thing that anybody can do You have to make your voice heard, and you make your voice heard at the ballot box come this November and then November of 2024. That's how you make your voice heard. You pick and choose the candidates you're going to vote for based on what they fucking stand for and not the initial behind their name. You understand me? Get involved any which way you can. Whether you want to go sit at a school board and make your voice heard, whether you want to go be a poll watcher, whatever you do out there, get involved in some manner and stop waiting for one person to solve the problem. Stop waiting for for these phantom other things to happen that are never going to happen. It's on all of us to get involved. I think this, what happened this week, should wake up every American citizen out there, anybody that considers themselves to be a proud American and a patriot. To say, that is not okay. And it's up to each individual one of us to take charge, take the lead, and make sure that this shit doesn't continue down the road that it's going down. Because guess what? At some point in the very near future, it's going to be so far gone that none of us, none of us can help the situation. You cannot accept what's happening. You cannot accept it. And you do not comply with this shit. Be ungovernable. As we all should be. As Americans, it's in our blood. The purpose of the Constitution is to limit government, not limit the rights of the citizens. The entire document was designed to limit the power and the reach of the government. And you have all these politicians trying to erode it away a little bit, little bit, little bit at a time until it's unrecognizable. And we're very close to that point. We're already at that point in some respects. So as I said before, please share this podcast with anybody out there that needs to hear it. We put our ass on the line to do this. We spend money on this, uh, on doing this, for your benefit. All we ask, all we ask is that you share it with at least one to two people. And with that, everybody, stay dangerous. See you.